broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and a Jared Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. I asked uh, and uh, just because I, you know, I had a little more confidence in Will, and uh, that's why he's a line coach, and I trust him. By the way, a heck of a line coach, and he said uh, we're going to go with, uh, we should go with uh, Walker. I looked him right. I said, "It's number one defense in the league." And we got a guy that's really. Are you sure? He said, "Coach, I'm sure." And uh, he did very well. Urban Meyer went to the bullpen, went to Walker Little, and may have got off to a little rocky of a start, but overall, with the sample size, Walker Little did pretty good. You know, for his first start against the Buffalo Bills defensive line, that was pretty impressive going into that game. So, you know, we'll see what the plan now is going forward. Um, how long Cam Robinson is going to be out for, excuse me. Um, I'd like to think that if Cam Robinson is healthy and ready to go for Indianapolis, Robinson will still get the start. But, you know, I, I think now you can talk about maybe a competition going on or at least, you know, breathing some new life into that left tackle position. Um, you know, I see comments out there saying, well, why not move him to right tackle or why not move him to guard? You know, Walker Little has predominantly been a left tackle his entire career, whether it was in college, I think, or even in high school. And we've seen too many times with this team where guys, you know, sometimes play out of position and it hampers their progress. Now, I think offensive line is different because, well, you're kind of expected to play all those positions, right? You got to be a swing tackle. Sometimes you got to play the guard position. Um, it's a little different than playing like a three technique to an edge rusher, right? But at the same time, Walker Little was brought here to play left tackle. Walker Little showcased his skill set against the Buffalo Bills as a left tackle. And I think going forward, regardless of what the situation entails, Walker Little should be regarded as a left tackle and a left tackle only. Whether that means he's starting for the rest of the season, whether that means Cab Robinson is healthy and he takes back his spot, doesn't matter. Walker Little, in my eyes, is a left tackle. Hey, uh, Austin, I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because everybody, you know, everybody's so excited about Walker Little, and I think he delivered. You know, I mean, obviously the coaches had confidence in him. Meyer thought they were going to Will Richardson, but uh, Walker Little delivered. You know, he got off to a slow start. He stepped on his quarterback's foot. That's not good. But outside of that, I think he's getting pretty good reviews. And uh, I think Urban's quote was, hey, he's going to be here for a long time, you know. Yeah. So that gives you confidence. Yeah, it'll be it. We judge guys very early, right? We judge the draft class. We're like, hey, why isn't Walker Little playing? Why isn't Andre Cisco playing? Why isn't this happening? Why isn't that happening? We've got some injuries to ETN. But as the season plays out, I don't know if Walker Little's even going to play a lot because Cam Robinson is playing some. But I think they're so confident that Walker Little's going to be the left tackle of the future. At least there's that. Uh, I think my problem with this draft class right now is Andre Sisco, I have no feel for. Tyson Campbell, I know he's got some problems, and he's got to fix them, and he's got to get better, but at least they're letting him play through some of that. Uh, I don't know anything about Andre Sisco other than I was excited for him to get on the field, and I haven't seen him yet, Austin. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably the biggest question mark right now of this draft class is, how confident are you in Andre Sisco going forward? Because we just haven't seen it. And where that guy was drafted, you know, coming off of a 1-15 type of year, you need guys like that drafted that high to get playing experience, to, to showcase what they can do. And, you know, with, with all due respect to Wingard, who's been playing, you know, a, a high level of football, 
Cisco was drafted there for a reason, and we still have yet to see it. And it's not because of the, the physical part of it with his knee or whatever the case may be. It's because he's not, I guess, understanding the system, not understanding the position. So you hope that that turns up a page pretty soon here, and we can kind of see the skill set that he brings to the table for this defense. Absolutely. All right. Uh, football at 5, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Let's talk more football in a moment. But uh, we're out here at Intuition Ale and, well, the Bear Hall, which is also run by the Intuition Ale right next door. we got some music playing. Alan Verlander's here. He's helped bring uh, the skateboard championships to Jacksonville, and it's going to happen this weekend. You were just over there at the landing. Hello, Alan Verlander. Uh, you doing, you excited about this? I am. You know, it's uh, God. I mean, I've been blessed to do a lot of different events in, in this city and all around. This is a definitely a unique one. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, uh, 10 days ago, that riverfront plaza was nothing. Yeah. And now we've got a 6,000-seat arena with a skate park that they've built in. And uh, it's going to be something. I mean, as you and I were talking off air, there's people coming into Jacksonville from all over the world. And uh, they're coming to see this the Skateboard World Championships. But this will be their first time to our city. And so we want to make sure that we welcome them and show off a good time, and it looks like the weather's going to be glorious. Thanks to Mike Burrish. Yeah, it actually looks really good, too. I mean, uh, you know, it's a little on the warmer side this week after some cooler temperatures, but it's going to come back. Uh, so I'll make sure I pass that along to uh, Mike Burrish. I was thinking of that. You know, you, you have these – you've done so many different events, and I guess you plan the events. You think – you know, competitors are going to be here. You start selling tickets. This is selling very well. It's almost sold out, by the way. Go to Ticketmaster uh, for some VIP kind of tickets, but the general admission tickets are about sold out. Uh, and But you don't know until they start building the, the skate park <laughs> what it's really going to look like, Absolutely. how it's going to be. And now when those guys go practice on Friday before the competition Saturday and Sunday, really what the feedback will be. I mean, that's going to – I mean, it's basically like putting on a golf tournament, but not building the golf course until like a month before. Yeah, 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 that's, that's exactly right. And thankfully, my group's not in charge of building the skate park. That's really on SLS. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. You know, so, I, so if, if the skaters complain about that, they got to go talk to the to SLS. But um, for us, in building the stadium, I mean, think about building a house, how many things you have to change and all the change orders. That's the same kind of thing with here. Uh, so... But I think all overall, the weather's going to be great. That's the other thing that when you plan an event inside, one of the hours of sleep you don't lose is you're definitely going to do the That's event. That's true. With this one, I've been worrying about I can't control the weather, and we really don't have a plan B. Um, and so let's just hope it doesn't rain, and it looks like it's going to be great. But um, it's really sold well. We've got about probably 400 tickets left until we sold out. We've been selling anywhere from four to 600 a day. So I would anticipate if you do want to come to it, um, two things. One, you can come and be a part of it. You just can't get in the stadium with a ticket. It's free outside. Vistar, we've got a family skate park outside. But um, if you want to get there and have a ticket, go on and buy it tonight because I think at some point tomorrow we're going to announce a sellout. Brett Martino, Alan Verlander from Airstream Ventures helped bring in this uh, world championship for skateboarding. So unique, first time ever, uh, to the River City. And, Austin, I want to bring you in here because you're a skateboarding guy and, and you know, you've done some of the interviews uh, you might come down and bring Ronan down as well. So, oh, yeah. uh, like, you fit this niche, right? I mean, yeah. not everybody in Jacksonville is going to go watch skating, yeah. but there's a niche uh, audience that, th that people are really, you know, fired up about this. And I just saw some pictures about, of, like, looking at the skate park being built. Mm -hmm. And what, what kind of gets me going, uh, we love the city of Jacksonville, and we know from an outside perspective sometimes the city gets, you know, a, a bad rap in, in different areas. 
this thing is going to pop on TV. I mean, the background with the city and skateboarders doing all their tricks and everything else, I mean, it's really going to look pretty cool. I know you want to get down here and see it, but it's kind of fun to have something this unique in town. No, it's going to be fantastic, you know, and we talk about a niche sport like skateboarding that's kind of come into its own really the past, you know, four or five years because of likes of Instagram and TikTok where it's really accessible now as back in the day when you guys had to watch skateboarding videos. So, like, the information, the highlights, they're always there for people to see and these amazing tricks are always, you know, in terms of progression and everything, um, it's, it's a daily thing. And then you have a guy, a mastermind Rob Deerdeck, who's a former skateboarder himself, who really put this league on at the forefront and constructed it in a way where, you know, it's it's skateboard friendly. It's not like the X Games where it's like vert. I mean, this is this is true skateboarding right here, what you're going to see um, in Jacksonville. And, and that's the cool thing about it is, you know, any kid can grow up and, you know, buy a street, buy a sidewalk and skateboard. Not every kid is privileged to have a, a vert ramp or a half pipe, but like what yeah. you're going to see um, is tricks being done that can be done really on any stairwell on any rail and obviously it's going to be the top talent doing these types of tricks yeah it's really cool alan verlander with us uh you see that i mean austin's got the he's got he's got all the light lingo he's got everything only thing i didn't hear was like ollie or or something (laughs) like that (laughs) ollie's one of the basic ones yep (laughs) thankfully i can still ollie but that's about it (laughs) <laughs> well, that, that's, that's one more thing than you can do than me. Hey, you were telling me something, though, and I think this is really interesting. Um, I'm, I'm fascinated with this part of it, like where the people come. But you said hey, you, had, you have folks coming from outside the country to come to Jacksonville for this event, like, uh, from Brazil and other places. And like, I didn't realize that they would follow it like that. You have a rotating championship that goes to different places, so that's new. Uh, but... It also speaks to how big of a deal the event is in the skateboarding world, right? Yeah, there's, there's no doubt. I mean, I, I think it's a world championship. And, you know, we I mean, we follow sports. You see world championships in ice skating, yeah. skiing, all these different things. It's a big deal. And so um, for us to have skateboarding, and it was in the Olympics, and now this is their world championship coming off Tokyo, that's a huge deal. And so we, we were looking at zip codes of where all the tickets were purchased. And there's over 1,000 people coming to Jacksonville from Brazil, Czechoslovakia, um, France, uh, Australia, all flying into Jacksonville for this event. And wow. so those are the type of events we want to attract to Jacksonville because it shows off our city in a big way. NFL gives us international presence. Think about other events. This is one that will give us a lot more international presence. We've also got people coming in from 18 different states so far. So it's not just people driving up from Orlando or Miami. They're coming from South Dakota, Texas, California. So, I mean, it's it's going to be a worldwide event. If you're, if you're a skateboarding fan, Jacksonville will be on the center stage, and I think also agree with that. With that. Jacksonville will be on the center stage this weekend in this sport. Yeah, yeah it's pretty wild. We were just talking. I mean, there's so many... We get so many unique events, different events here in Jacksonville to go along with what everybody knows, right? The football, the players' championship, college football, uh, which is cool. Like, it's fun for, well, somebody like me who does this for a living and the variety of it. I often ask you and, and Joel Lamp, who now is working in Alabama but came back to work uh, this event with you. That was part you, of our deal. Yeah, he, he had to come back <laughs> to right. work this deal. I say, do you guys, like, have an alf- alphabet of, like, sports and just check every box to see which u- most unique event you can bring here? <laughs> I mean, from curling to this to cycling to whatever, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys Cornhole. are... Yeah, cornhole. Uh, 
I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, I don't know what letter in the alphabet you're on, but yeah. which box are you going to <laughs> well, check next? So this weekend we're on S for SLS, <laughs> right? Um, and skateboarding. So, yeah, I mean, uh, the thing is we have a lot of great facilities here. We're blessed with great weather. We're blessed with beaches. So we have a destination that people want to come to. And then um, these event planners, they want to come to Florida because – we're open for business, and, and we're very thankful our mayor and city council and all that has kept us open to be able to do these events. And so um, we look at all different types of things. They have to work financially. Um, this, this one's a big financial uh, uh, undertaking. But other events are out there that really work for our city. And so um, we're, we're excited to get this event. We're talking to a lot of other different types of people to bring. And I think what, what we're going to see is with SLS and the World Championships be here, I've gotten a lot of calls from other events saying, if y'all can do that, will you do this for my event? Interesting. So I think mm -hmm. it's going to show an open door for us to say, wow, Jacksonville isn't just a football city. They're not just basketball, baseball. They could do stuff like that, and they didn't even have a skate park, and they built it. Man, they could certainly do my event. And so I think it's going to give us really open doors to bring more and more stuff here. Hey, Austin, I know you've really been clamoring for, like, bocce to come so oh, I mean, just tell, yeah. tell Alan put it in hey put it in the suggestion box and maybe it will happen we got to um, get to Z and then come back to A <laughs> Bocce, I mean <laughs> I, I understand that we're kind of towards the middle of the alphabet towards the later end but darts I think would be pretty cool because I don't know dart yeah. I mean you've seen dart events so those people go crazy so that'd be a cool party atmosphere but no nah, man you're doing a great job I'm gonna tell you I do your job you're you're doing, you're doing <laughs> fantastic hey Alan Verlander uh, from Airstream Ventures. Good luck with it this weekend. I know you got a lot of meeting and greeting going on as this event kicks off uh, right about now. Uh, but thanks for having hey. us, and good luck with the, the weekend. We appreciate y'all being here. Austin, I'll, uh, I'll hopefully see you over the weekend. And appreciate all y'all do because you, you – know, we're very fortunate to have media like you. You cover the NFL, but you cover and you care about all the sports that we do here. And I, I, you're a friend, but I don't just say that lightly. Um, we have the best media here, and you are one of the best of just caring about the players' championships, massive, the NFL's massive, but this is massive too, and you're giving yeah. it too. So I appreciate that. Well, we appreciate you sharing the story. Thanks, man. Good luck. Uh, have Thanks, a great guys. week. And uh, that's pretty cool. Like, it's fun stuff to see uh, all this. You know, this is different events. You know, you just said, it's funny you said darts. Like, you know, Weber loves darts, right? Oh, of course, uh, We yes. talk about that all the time. But I'm sitting in a place here, like this beer hall. Now, you said darts, and I'm like, heck, this would be a great place for it. Absolutely, like, man. I mean, you got a lot Put of open space. stadium like, seating up there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might not. Maybe there's too much, too many windows here or something. But, I mean, it's, it's almost like these guys, Verlander and others that have been a part of the city over the years, Dave Harrow, Joe Lamp, and... Uh, the mayor is very supportive of sports. You yeah. know, uh, this isn't a political comment. He's very supportive of sports. And we've been fortunate over the years, even before I lived here, to have mayors supportive of sports. And, and I think that's, uh, that's cool. Like, that's great for what we do in this town, of course. Uh, but, you know, you, they try different things. And, and it's almost like everybody else is so enamored with, hey, can you get a, a Super Bowl back? Can you get a national championship back? Well, then you all these things. I mean, I remember going out to, like, the... What was it the dirt bike stuff um, uh, out on the west side a couple years ago with the radio show? And okay. I forget the exact event, but they brought that here. That was yeah. part of uh, what Alan brought and, and Joel brought here. Uh, cycling was last year, I think, out in Clay County. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this one coming right now. Uh, and, and listen, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And I know people bring this up, uh, and, and they, I don't like to bring it up with Alan around, but it because it didn't really work, although it was an awesome, like, idea and and that was playing the basketball game on on the um 
at, at Naval Station Mayport. Yes. Uh, and that was a cool idea. It just didn't fire, you know, it, because of the humidity and they only could play the first half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the whole thing was awesome. Like, that's how outside of the box thinking they get yeah. uh, to bring some of the events in here. And I think from the west side to the beach side to the downtown side, you can offer a lot of different things. And um, I think we're seeing it this week in, in, in uh, skateboarding. Like, listen, Austin, this is something that, Seriously, you, you have an interest in You might come down and watch it. If you don't come down, you'll probably watch it on TV a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, it doesn't really fit me. Like, I'm probably not going to watch much of it. Now, uh, I'm going to be in Indianapolis. I'll probably turn it on just to see what it all looks like. I'll pay attention on social media, how we're covering it. Stewart's going to come down and cover it on Sunday. So we'll cover the event. But I'm just saying if I was l not doing what I do, I probably wouldn't come down to this event. But I might come down to something else that fits what I might be interested in, you know? No, for sure. And kind of like much like AEW, you know, like this is, you know, yeah, it's, you it's definitely kind of like a niche sport. But, I mean, you know, as far as my son and I are concerned, I mean, you know, I've got my son watching all the, the skateboard videos. Like he, he's pretty versed in it. He skateboards himself. So, yeah, I think this is a great opportunity to kind of take him because he knows some of these riders. Um, you know, my, my favorite rider will be competing, Jamie Foy. Hopefully he'll be here in Jackson. It'll be cool to see him. Actually, the, the skateboard that I have is one of his skateboards that he rides so i'm a big jamie foy guy myself but um it, it would be cool just because it's something different for this city um you're talking about the best of the best and it's a championship but nonetheless um it's just it, it's a cool experience that you, you, you don't want to say that you missed out on it, i guess what i'm trying to say well and one other thing we know we have a lot of fishing tournaments around yeah. here let's bring in captain rick riles right now with our florida sportsman fishing report and it's just another thing in town, Captain Rick. I mean, from fishing to hunting to football to now skateboarding this weekend, we've got some surfing going on out there as well. Uh, it's a fun city to live in. Let me tell you something. The thing I love most about living here as a fisherman, seriously, there is no month that there's not something to look forward to. That's a good point. Was, That's a good call. I was, I was fueling up my boat today because the end of November through the end of the year is our best tuna time of year. So... I'll be tuna fishing for the next month, and that will end about the time that wahoos start. Then we move into mahi, and we catch kingfish all summer. There was a time not too long ago when the Greater Jacksonville Kingfish Tournament was the granddaddy of them all. It was the biggest kingfish tournament uh, in the country, and at the time, it was the fourth drawing event in the city of Jacksonville behind um, the uh, Jaguars and uh, uh, Gator Bowl. The, at the time, they drew more spectators than the um, golf tournament did, but that that passed by the wayside. Still a big deal, just not as big as it was just a few years ago when king fishing was quite the rage. Not going to be in king fishing tomorrow. The third up, I went offshore today just to see, and miles was nice. Once I got four miles off the beach, it was pretty doggone sloppy for my little 27 foot boat. I promise you that. <laughs> so we came on back in. Now inshore fishing is really good especially sheep's head. If you remember, I said a few days ago that all these uh, big waves would break some of the crustaceans loose from the rocks and get the sheep's head feeding, and they are feeding very, very well. So an awful lot of them come in today. Redfish are biting good. The weather should get better from now right on through Sunday. I think by Friday we'll have boats back in the ocean again, and we'll be anxious to see how they turn out with tuna. But one thing you can count on, we're going to be back tomorrow with another fishing report. Brought to you by Workman's Quick Fix Plumbing and CSS Landscaping, who is now paying top dollar for quality landscapers. Thank you, Brent. 
Thanks, Captain Rick. Appreciate it, man. We'll see you uh, and hear from you again tomorrow. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 every day with uh, Captain Rick, Florida Sportsman Fishing Report. And then don't forget, tune in Saturday morning, 7 a.m. Uh, to ESPN 690 as well. The Knowles will play tonight, by the way, on ESPN 690. Uh, that uh, we are your home for Florida State football and basketball. They open tonight. Uh, UNF back at it. They lost yesterday, but the Ospreys will be back-to-back <laughs> -back days. Go Texas Tech and Texas A&M. I mean, unbelievable schedule. Uh, but uh, we appreciate the uh, University of North Florida for their support of our Blitz scoreboard show. we got the playoffs coming up on Friday and uh, also Baker Sports as well. We'll have a new committed to the uncommitted, and it's appropriate because it's signing day today. Now, not for the football players, but for everybody else. So it's a special day for all the athletes signing to play at the next level. I tweeted this earlier today. I said, it's not necessarily about the scholarship. That's cool, and it's helpful and all that stuff, and your parents love it, and you should, and you've earned it. Uh, but I just love the fact that, that kids get a chance to go play whatever sport they love for another potentially four years, Austin, because yeah. not everything lands like you in the NFL or in the NBA or Major League Baseball or everywhere else, and some sports don't even have that opportunity to land that big, you know? No, for sure. You're not wrong there. Hey, do you like the music in the background? I can kind of hear a little bit of it. Yeah, I, that's I, good. That's, you, you gotta, so it's a nice, like, background thing. It's not, like, overpowering. That's good. At well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what songs play right now. I can't tell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I not got nothing. Name that tune. I got nothing. We also have a music bed playing as well. Yeah, there's a lot going <laughs> yeah, on. There's a little. Yeah, the music bed that Casey's playing is not the music you're hearing here. No, for sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> hey, we'll be back. A little more uh, football talk when we come back on ESPN six nine. Non-existent right now. Problem. We had one get behind him and CJ threw a dot to our most one of our most reliable guys, Ags. So that's a problem. Big plays are a problem right now. It was last year, and it's this year. Got to get that fixed. Because you, you, you're, you're rolling the dice. If you don't have big plays, you, you're not going to win. And we won because of a really outstanding effort on defense. And kind of complimentary football. We drove the ball, didn't put him in bad field position, which is part of the game. But you guys all know, we all know that if you don't have some hits, you're not going to win. That is Urban Meyer. You know why my mic wasn't on? Because I took the other headset. <laughs> that was over here set up. <laughs> I thought I took mine, but I took, uh, well, headset B. That would be. Let's call it that. Um, Brent Martineau here at Intuition Ale. As, uh, boy, the crowd picks up as they kick off. This SLS World Championship Skateboarding, Street League Skateboarding Championships in Jacksonville. Practice Friday, Saturday, Sunday event. Uh, this will be seen all over the globe. And uh, tickets are about sold out for it from a general admission standpoint. They have some VIP tickets left. You go to Ticketmaster to get those. Uh, big event in town this weekend. So it uh, should be kind of cool. It should be fun. The weather should be fantastic. Uh, so it's fun to learn a little bit more about uh, this event that is happening uh, here in town. Brent Martineau here at Intuition Ale and uh, the Beer Hall, which is right next to Intuition Ale. And there's some music being played and people arriving here in the city, Austin Lane and Casey Kurtz in the Action Sports Shacks studios. You know, real quick thought on, on what Urban Meyer just said. You know, they've they've got to get something going on down the field. I, I don't know if it's just James Robinson, Austin, uh, if the play action really just lives and dies by uh, the, um, you know, James running the football. Is it different when Carlos Hyde's in the game? 
or is it receivers not getting open? Is it protection? Is it, oh, yeah, it's probably a little bit of everything, Brent, but there's got to be one. They were pushing the ball down the field earlier in the year. Are they showing different looks to Trevor that doesn't allow him to get ball down the field, or is he now falling in love with just the opposite of what happened in the first couple of games, and that's more of the check down stuff to be more cautious with the football and try to just pick up first downs? Because remember now, we have to be honest with ourselves, this is a guy that many of us said after the first two weeks, hey, man, we love that you can throw it down the field, but you might not want to do that so much. No, it, to me, it's all about picking your shots, right? Like, we don't want to see him throw it 40-something times a game like we saw against Houston. You, you want to see a balanced attack and a heavy dose of James Robinson, which is fine. I think the issue comes up is when you do take those deep shots, you have to see those deep shots. I think a couple of times maybe, you know, Trevor Lawrence has missed those opportunities um, in terms of taking the deep shot. Because it's once again, like turnovers, if you get one deep shot, they can happen in bunches. And I just feel like right now in terms of momentum, we just haven't seen the deep shots come to fruition for whatever reason. Well, yeah, like, look, you can look at the Justin Fields in, in Chicago the other day. Uh, Justin Fields had had a lot of time to throw the football this year. He struggled. They've been a little disjointed on offense. I don't even think a lot of it's him. I think it's a lot that's around him. And you can really make the case that it's a lot around Trevor Lawrence, not as much Trevor Lawrence when things have been going wrong on offense for the Jags. Not that Trevor's been great and not that Justin Fields has been great. But if you watch that game the other day, things started to open up a little bit when they tried to take deep shots, mm -hmm. you know? And they did. Now, it didn't even complete it to Allen Robinson uh, one time, and then I... It wasn't Allen Robinson, I think. It might have been Mooney or somebody else. And then they did complete it to Allen Robinson. But the point is they attempted it. You know, give your guy a chance to go make a play. And I think you've got to do that. You've got to, especially, I said this earlier this week, from an offensive perspective, one of the assets that you have with this guy at quarterback is this guy's got an arm now. I mean, you didn't have that with Gardner Minshew. He had to do it a little bit different. Other quarterbacks sometimes have to rely on timing, perfect placement, all the rest. You want that, and Trevor's capable of all that, but he also has a cannon of an arm. I yeah. mean, the guy can chuck it. And so utilize it. If you're not throwing the ball down the field, you're not using his entire skill set, much like we talked the first couple of games. Hey, you might want to run a little bit because that's actually part of his game. So he has to get the whole tool set working a little bit and I think part of that would be throwing the football down the field, taking shots, and giving your guys a chance to make a play. Well, and for sure, and this is what Urban Meyer wants as well, because that's what Urban Meyer did at Florida, or whether it was at Utah, whether it was at Ohio State. Like, he, he loves taking those deep shots. He loves using those vertical routes. And whether it's just a personnel issue right now, um, whether it's just not in the game script, but, like, I think Urban Meyer wants that more than anybody, because that's, that's his M.O., that's his calling card. And right now it's getting more towards a, of a conservative approach, and, and that's not Urban Meyer's style. So, yeah, I think he wants to see it along with us wanting to see it as well. All right, hey, injury report, if you missed it, you're just jumping in. This came out earlier today. James Robinson did not practice today. Chris Claybrook's uh, concussion protocol, he did not practice. Miles Jack with a knee, keep an eye on that. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Cam Robinson practiced on a limited basis. I think those guys should be ready to go. I mean, Trevor's going to be ready to go. Cam Robinson, it looks like he'll be ready to go. On the Indianapolis side of things, Xavier Rhodes, uh, Braden Smith, T.Y. Uh, didn't practice. T.Y. Hilton limited, Darius Leonard limited, Quentin Nelson limited. Usually limited on Wednesday means you're in a pretty good shape to play in the football game. I think what still might be a bit concerning, well, should be concerning, Miles Jack and James Robinson both did not practice today. Uh, doesn't mean they can't play on Sunday, but... You'd like to see him get on the field tomorrow, start trending toward playing, I would think, Austin. No, absolutely. You know, especially James Robinson, who didn't play last week. Um, 
you want to see him trend in the right direction. Now, keep in mind, we're in the middle of the season, so you don't want to add to the workload. We don't have to. I mean, they're already in shape, obviously. Uh, they're already hitting that taper. Or not taper, but they're already hitting that peak. So, I mean, I wouldn't be too worried about it missing today. I think we talk about tomorrow. Then you start to raise the flags a little bit. Yeah, I do too. Uh, hey, let's hit on a couple other topics. Uh, we didn't talk about this coming off the weekend. How were, how were the fights, the UFC fights? Uh, it, there were some headliners. How did it all shake out? Yeah, um, UFC, uh, was it 268, I believe? Yeah, so I'm, I think it was you 8. Can, uh, yeah, 268. You, you, can, you can make it up, and I wouldn't correct you. No, for sure. So, yeah, UFC 268. Um, I think it delivered, man. I, I think it delivered. Because usually when you have a stack card like this and people want to hype it up, sometimes these things don't deliver. But it, it started out with an absolute barn burner, probably fight of the year, um, you know, if we're being truthful here. And that's Justin Gagey, Michael Chandler. An absolute bloody war. Um, you know, we've had Justin Gagey on the show yeah. before. We've seen what he brings to the ring in terms of just sheer violence and not backing down and his opponent michael chandler a wrestler in his own right um kind of share that same philosophy so anytime you get two alphas that don't want to take a back seat that want to come at you that want to throw hands it's it's the ingredients uh of a good fight and that was a fantastic fight um both guys were wobbled both guys look like they're going to go out uh it goes the distance justin gagey wins by unanimous decision but um, still a fantastic fight and really a great fight to start off the main card. You know, if we're talking about the main event, you know, the, the, the must-see TV, it was Kamara Usman versus Colby Covington. We've seen Kamara Usman before. Brent met him at the NFL radio row. Um, you know, a guy who's really come into his own now as, as, a, as a former grappler, but now has really transpired into a striker. And, you know, I mean, once again, a, a solid fight that went back and forth. Whenever you get these former wrestlers, and Colby Covington being a former wrestler in his own right, when you get these former wrestlers that just, you know, are the definition of grit and, and not taking a step back and always applying pressure, um, it's just, you know, it's, it, it's a great combination for a, a good fight. And the Kamaru Usman-Colby Covington one lived up to the hype as well. There was some bad blood there between them. And either guy was taking a step back and and both gentlemen took some punishment kamar usman wins by unanimous decision a good showing for him and and much to colby covington couldn't even dispute it i mean that night kamar usman was the better man and now i think we're talking about kamar usman we're probably talking about the, the pound for pound best fighter right now in the ufc well there you go uh, did i hear uh, casey by the way uh, did you win on that gg fight uh you better believe it my man i don't go. lose I thought I heard that. Only college basketball. Yeah, I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys or what. Uh, he won the fight. I fist pumped super hard and hurt my elbow. Oh, yeah. that's. I think maybe that's where I did learn about that. Yes, yeah. So stuff I did. Get, stuff getting old when you're 24. It, it's <laughs> a sh yeah, there's there's too many miles on the elbow, and I guess I got to warm up before I fist pump now. So that's good to know for the uh, rest of my life. Uh, physical therapy. Here you come. <laughs> if you know somebody. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I think we could probably arrange that. Yeah, uh, yeah. we could probably do that. I got you. Uh, hey, uh, speaking of, um, I know you don't like this topic, but, uh -oh. like, I hate to tell you, we love Frank Gore down here in Jacksonville. Yeah. So we'll be rooting for him in the next boxing match that he has. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the Jake Paul undercard. The fight that, I don't know, Casey, did you ask for this? No. I didn't ask for it. Did anybody ask for this fight? Did anybody see this fight coming? I certainly didn't. 
Frank Gore will be taking on Duran Williams um, in the Paul Fury undercard in the heavyweight division in a, in a boxing, in a sanctioned boxing match. And I don't know why. There. Yeah, I don't either. There. Frank Gore, by I, the way, I what a life. What a life for that guy. Yeah, but, dude, I mean, you said this I guess a heavyweight why? Fight? Heavyweight that, fight, yeah, yeah. So Frank Gore coming in at two, uh, he's, he's 590. I'm sorry, five nine, five wow. foot. Yeah, 590. <laughs> no, he, he's five foot nine, 212 pounds. Well, he says 212 pounds. Probably weighs a little more to fight heavyweight. And I don't know the size of Deron Williams. Let's go to the, cause I'm trying to go like to the tail of the tape right here. Six two. I feel like he's taller he's than, that, than that. He's got to He's a basketball player, man. You got to be. I know, but, but I thought he was a Deron Williams is six three. Okay. Yep. 37 years old. Has the reach advantage. Has the the youth advantage. Yeah. I, I, Did you say he was starting to look a little bit like Zion Williamson? I didn't say that, but he has gained some weight. Yes. <laughs> He's not yeah. as big as Zion Williamson. But yeah, Zion Williamson's a, a, a different level. He's Chuck you remember and Shaq's Deron baby. Williams. Deron Williams was good. Now, I mean, he was. Remember him at Illinois? He yeah. was. I think he was just okay in the NBA. If I he, had a, he, he had a few good years. Um, he was good with Utah? Brooklyn. That, that would have been with the, the Nets, yeah. Did uh, he play Utah, was, too? Yeah, yeah. He, he, Utah. He was with yeah. the Mavericks, the, Cav the Cavaliers. But, yeah, he was good in Brooklyn. Like, <laughs> by the way, that's a great, like, thought. Like, what's the average amount of teams a guy plays for in a 12-year NBA career? It's <sighs> a good call. You know? Yeah. Like, it, it's – and this is such a crazy part. Like, we, we know this exists now in sports. Like, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, they all play for multiple teams. He, there are very few Derek Jeters that exist anymore, right? Yeah. Philip Rivers even ends his career with the Colts. So, like, we're so used to it. It's not even, We used to talk about this kind of topic. Like, I can't believe the free agency that they don't, there's not a lifer anymore. Well, it just doesn't happen very much. But so much so now that, like, heck, it's almost like if you don't play for three teams, you haven't played in the league long enough. No, for sure. <laughs> You're not wrong, man. You are not wrong. Uh, it's pretty well, and the NBA really feels that because the money is so good in the NBA and guaranteed that I feel like you get a lot of guys hanging on even more. Like, did Vince Carter need to play for as long as he played? Probably not, but the money was still damn good. Yeah, well, and I'm sure the, the money's good in boxing, but, like, you're 38 years old, Frank Gore, and you've accumulated a lot of money, I feel like, in your career. Do you really need to go out there and box Ron Williams? He said, if I don't have CTE, I'm going to get it now. How much are these guys... <laughs> How much are these guys getting paid for these celebrity fights? I mean, I'm sure they're... It's got to be good. Really? Yeah. Why would, mean, Darren, why would Darren Williams come fight Frank Gore for no reason? Yeah, because it's not like there's bad blood between them or anything. Right. Like, there's got to be money involved because he has a pretty good life. He plays in, like, every celebrity golf event. Like, yeah. I'm sure he's not looking for CTE, but if the money's good enough, might as well. Yeah, but don't you think it's more like checking off a box? Like, I mean, how much are they really going to get hurt? I mean... Dude, Frank Gore, I would not want to get punched in the face by. Heck no. Darren Dude's Williams, insane. I could probably... Well, I, I wouldn't say I could take it, but I would definitely rather be hit by him than Frank Gore. Yes. Yes. I mean, I don't know what's more embarrassing for those guys. That, like, that's a... That they're boxing or that they're on a Jake Paul undercard? Well, the one guy fought Jake Paul, didn't he? Um, the dude that won the dunk contest? Oh, yeah. Um... Is it Robinson? The, the, Nate the, the Robinson. Short, Nate Robinson, yeah. Oh, Nate Robinson did. So yeah. what did he have to gain? I don't know. Like, I don't know if these guys are canning anything. I, I feel like that's more embarrassing than anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to pay the pay-per-view. I'll tell you that much right now. I'm not going to be paying for this one. Sorry. I mean, maybe we can get on the undercard putting me through the table. I, I mean, if you want to wait that long, so be it. But 
you can stall all you want. You're going through a table eventually. The fight is in Tampa. Maybe we can just oh. jump in the uh, ESPN 690 promo vehicle downstairs and go. Oh, if, we, if we only had one of those. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, can we make some kind of surprise appearance on AEW and go through the table? Like, that would be pretty wild. Like, I come out of the crowd, yeah. and, like, there's a fight that erupts in the crowd. Yeah. That would be awesome, actually. Now we're talking. That would be pretty cool. Like, wait, well, hey, we can write this story, Austin. You're already a story writer when it comes Stadium to the Stadium Stampede, take three. Yeah. I like that. All right. We'll be back. We'll have an intuition ale. Back on ESPN 690 with more creative ideas right after this. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Intuition Ale is where we're at. It's a little bit of a party here. Get ready for the SLS World Championships. Somewhere in there is skateboarding. Goes by SLS. Street League Skateboarding is what it is, uh, World Championships. And that's coming up on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Practice on Friday. It's right downtown Jacksonville. Really cool. I saw some of the pictures today. I haven't been over there, but I saw some pictures about the skate park being built. And uh, it's got Austin's attention now. If we can oh, get yeah. Austin's attention, I like that. Uh, that is that's pretty cool. And it's almost sold out. Ticketmaster, the place to go. But only a few hundred tickets, Alan Verlander told us. Uh, you might want to go tonight, get those tickets. Now, you can come around. Never, you might just not be allowed in the arena part, if you will. Um, but you can still like, participate in the festivities. It's supposed to be a beautiful weekend. And the backdrop will be awesome. So watching this thing on social media and everywhere else will should really make Jacksonville look good. Uh, from That's all I saw, Austin. Like, the TV guy in me. When I saw the skate park, I was like, oh, that's going to be really good looking. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. The way they shoot this yep. thing. Wide <laughs> angle, close-ups, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, because those. you'll see the water. You'll see the river. You'll see the, yeah. the, the, you know, downtown, the background, the buildings across the river. So it should be really cool. Uh, and, again, you know what You know what? Uh, Alan Verlander said? you got to get lucky on some of these things. And yeah, the weather do. is where you got to get lucky. And so, um, you know, one of the reasons the Players' Championship is so awesome when there's weather, the, the HD cameras and the, the colors pop and all that stuff. Well, if you got an event by the water and it's a nice day, well, those HD cameras and the colors pop. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes everything look uh, like ten times even better. So hopefully uh, we get that. But cool little uh, kickoff event right here with the SLS uh, World Championships coming to Jacksonville this weekend. Tomorrow we're actually going to talk a little bit about the surfing coming to town. Uh, we'll talk a little bit with the Icemen as well as they've got a... a home game on Friday and uh, we got plenty of football too we'll be in Indianapolis this weekend tonight there's some basketball Florida State hoops uh, gets rolling on ESPN 690 so make sure you tune in to that uh, friendly reminder we mentioned the uh, signing day now it's a signing day today for everybody but football football will have their early signing day coming up uh, closer to Christmas it'll be in December and so it's cool that this is a day for you know football drowns out a lot of the other kids you know a lot of the other sports sometimes and so the, everybody else has their day. And uh, coming up tonight on CBS 47 and Fox 30, 650 and 1050 and 1120, uh, basically we're going to dedicate our, our sportscast to uh, trying to highlight as many of the kids as possible that signed today in all the different schools. Uh, too many to name, but congratulations uh, uh, to all of them as well. You know, last week, Austin, was such a big storyline-filled week in the NFL. And it's really weird, outside of Odell Beckham Jr., it's like, okay, what happened everything? True. You know, where are the headlines? Yeah. It's like it's like all of a sudden it went from this blitz of really bad news, like uh, Henry Ruggs and, and well, you know, Aaron Rodgers stuff but, and, yeah. but and now, all this, Arnett. Yeah, but now it's Delvin Cook as well, so there's well, still some. Well, and Delvin Cook, that's yeah. right. You know, 
the Dalvin Cook, I got to be honest with you here, and I, it's kind of, it's a tough story to talk about too much because there seems like there's so much unknown sure. in this story. And I kind of hesitate to get into it. Um, but it seems like there's a lot going on here, right? No, there's definitely a lot going on here, and it'll only be speculation in terms of what is actually happening because I don't think anybody besides Dalvin Cook and his significant other really know what, what happened right now as the details kind of get hashed out. But any time that, you know, your your name is at least tied to domestic violence and, and things like that, um, you know, it's it's not good. So, you know, I'm sure those in charge of due, due diligence, they'll get to the bottom of this and we'll see what happens. But just, you know, even going through it, obviously, for Dalvin Cook, it's not a good book. Yeah, the whole thing is, yeah. not, and it came out kind of spun a different way last night, and yeah, now more information yeah. has come out. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's almost like there's, there's just not enough info out there to touch too much from an opinion-based standpoint, Correct. I don't think. Yeah, uh, but it's just, just not good yeah. if your name's in that conversation, though, you regardless. Don't want it. And by the way, his name was in that conversation back at Florida State in a summer incident, and he was um, never found guilty of anything. It was like a false claim. Yeah. But, again, he's been in this conversation in the past. Um, and, and nothing came of that. That was a false claim. But uh, we'll see what happens with this one. Very talented player, obviously, for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, we've got Florida State basketball coming up tonight on ESPN 690. We'll see you on TV a little bit later, CBS 47, Fox 30. And Austin will do it again tomorrow from String Sports Brewery at 3 o'clock on ESPN 690. Sounds good, man. Go go enjoy those bunt cakes. We'll see you tomorrow, dude. Yeah, I'm going to go ride some skateboards. Uh, oh, I would love to see. You think tables are dangerous. Brent, be careful yeah. now. <laughs> I've got a little experience doing the skateboard, like when I was like 10, 11, 12. No experience on jumping through tables. So. Sure, sure. <laughs> we'll do it again tomorrow on ESPN 690. Have a good night.